Hi, my name is Ben Armstrong. Hi, this is David Koch. My name is Thomas Maurer. Hi, I'm Donna Sarkari. Hi, my name is Lana Montgomery. Hi, I'm Seth Juarez. Hi, I'm Aaron Thomas. I'm Jess Dodson. Hi, I'm Rocky Heckman. Hi, I'm Sonia Cuff. Hi, I'm Troy Hunt. Hello, this is Wally Mead. My name is Reed Purvis. Hi, I'm Lars Kling. Hi, my name is Alan Birchall. Hi, I'm Adam Fowler. Hi, I'm Scott Guthrie, and you're listening to the Need to Know Podcast. All the latest Microsoft Cloud news, as well as industry guest deep dive conversations. It's a Need to Know Podcast. All thanks to the CIA Ops patron community. The Need to Know Podcast. Catch us on Twitter and Facebook, N2K Podcast, and online at ciaops.podbean.com. Hello and welcome along to the Need to Know Podcast. My name is Robert Crane and you join me for episode 315 and it is 19th of February 2024. So thank you very much for spending time uh, with me on this podcast. So the podcast is aimed to provide news and information on the Microsoft Cloud with a particular focus on what's relevant for the SMB market. You can reach out to me on X at Director CIA. Also, feel free to send me an email, director at ciaops.com. Blog is always the best place to stay up to date with everything, blog.ciaops.com. Also, a YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com forward slash at Director CIA. If you're interested in joining my team shared channel, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to go and have a look, but otherwise just go and do a search in my blog for join my shared channel. Uh, CIA's merch store, great statement makers at upcoming uh, events. Also, again, I do thank the people that do support me on a regular basis through a subscription known as the CIA Ops Patron. And again, you can find information about that at ciaopspatron.com. Now, the last thing I'll do is ask for a little bit of support. It's always good to, firstly, if you do enjoy the videos or do enjoy the podcast and the material put out, please go out there and like it on the socials. It lets me know um, know, that it is hitting the mark. People are enjoying it. So I really appreciate any likes that you uh, do give it. And it also helps other people know more about the value it provides. Also, if you do feel free to chip in a few pennies to assist with all of this, you can do so at ko-fi.com forward slash ciaops and the link to that is also on my blog so as always i do have a couple of announcements from me i do have a webinar coming up tomorrow on copilot so you can go in have a look at that that is recorded and made available after the fact so i do do monthly uh, webinars on uh, microsoft 365 services and tomorrow uh, the next one will be on uh, a co-pilot uh, look and feel to give you a better idea i'm also running a full day face-to-face training in uh, march on the 15th of march in melbourne this is known as TechWorks, and again i'll put a link in the show notes you can go and have a look so uh two weeks since the last podcast there's always news and updates and information uh, to work through here Probably the one that grabbed my attention the most was this uh, new capability from OpenAI known as Sora. So Sora allows you to create videos from uh, text. And I'll put a link in the show notes for you to go and have a look, but I would highly recommend that if you've got any interest in AI and generative stuff, go in and have a look at the capabilities that uh, this can create. The videos that have been created purely from you know, text are amazing. At the moment, they are short videos. 
uh, but that's obviously going to improve and enhance uh, over time. So if you do get a chance, I really commend you to go and have a look at uh, Sora from OpenAI, give you an idea of where AI uh, is heading, the power, the capability, what's going to be possible um, in the short term without doubt. So go in and have a look at that. Now, I've been using good old uh, Microsoft, uh, Copilot for Microsoft 365 for a little while now and certainly would recommend it, but obviously it doesn't necessarily produce the same sort of results that you know you see in the demos and all that sort of stuff, which is not unexpected. So um, it's important to make sure to, that you appreciate that Copilot is a tool, no matter what Copilot you're using, it's a tool, and you'll get more out of it if you take the opportunity to learn how to use the tool appropriately, ask the right questions, structure it in a particular way. So there is a link here from Microsoft. You can go and have a look at about seven tips for having a great conversation with Copilot. Microsoft also has Copilot Lab Labs. You can go and have a look at. Uh, there's also a video series here on introducing AI uh, in a minute. So there's some nice, short, punchy videos giving you an overview of what's going on. Really good to get a really basic understanding and you know, also maybe to give to you know management or whatever or people that uh, write the checks uh, to show the value of AI uh, inside a business. Now, I suppose of all the co-pilots, the one that really excites me, the one that I'm really waiting on, I think will have the best um, ROI for me anyway, will be uh, Copilot for security. So that's going to basically uh, work across all the data, all the signals from you know Intune, from Microsoft 365 Teams, uh, Exchange Online, all that sort of stuff, and allow you to use AI capabilities. Now, I put a couple of links in the notes for you to go and have a look at around that. I'd certainly commend you to you know, read the articles uh, about it. So one of them, for example, is staying ahead of threat actors in the age of AI. Definitely worth reading, but probably the better ones are uh, a couple of short videos in there around things like script analysis with um, Copilot for security. Um, so have a look through the notes there and go and have a look at those videos. They are super, super impressive in what can be done. They're going to make life in cybersecurity much, much easier. And I think there's going to be a dichotomy between those that use the AI tools for security and those who shun them. Um, it's just too many signals, too much to go through on a regular basis to be able to make any sense of, you know, working with that vast amount of data without a huge knowledge of it day to day. So in SMB, I think that security copilot is going to be a huge boon because it's going to give that leverage of somebody who may not be doing this full time uh, day to day and be able to leverage AI, which can then go across, make decisions, analyze scripts, uh, update, change, in-tune policies, all that sort of stuff. So if you haven't started looking at, uh, you know, security, uh, copilot for security, I certainly recommend that you start doing it. Now, there's no indication of when Microsoft will release this generally and how it will do it, whether it will bring it to enterprise first and the rest of us afterwards. We'll have to wait and see. Now, if you look at the way Microsoft does release information or does release products, I would suggest to you that it's beginning to be more vocal about it. It's putting videos out, how-tos, white papers, all that sort of stuff, which to me, again, indicates that release general availability or at least preview is not far away. If I was to make a guess, I'd say uh, typically Microsoft likes to do these things around conferences, big conferences, next big conferences in May uh, in build. Now, they could definitely go earlier than that with um, Copilot for security, but 
my guess would be we should see something or know something before uh, build. So if you are interested um, in that, go in and have a look at um, Copilot uh, for security. Have a look at the videos, start reading it up, doing the training. Uh, I think it's going to be a you know a game changer sort of you know in this space, especially around things like you know analyzing scripts, looking at threats, dealing with you know the vast majority of alerts and all those. Uh, all those sorts of things. So I've got a couple of links in the show notes for you to go and have a look at about, you know, empowering employees, uh, defending attack against attackers with all this sort of stuff. So uh, go in, have a look at those. Plenty of great resources there. Now, speaking of security, Microsoft has released some updates to Defender EASM features. Um, another great product I highly recommend people uh, invest in. If you think about Sentinel as an internal um, capability to monitor, alert, and report on logged events, Defender EASM is an external automated pen testing um, style tool, which will check you know all the uh, check external items that you give it and report back in vulnerabilities, give you information about that. So again, they've updated, added more features. They are working on that. So I think you know the combination of Sentinel internally and Defender EASM externally uh, are really, really powerful. So if you haven't looked at that, I'd certainly suggest that you do that. Now, it was Super Bowl, I think last week or whatever, and Microsoft you know, came back to the game and had a, a commercial there, again, unsurprisingly, around AI. So you want to go and see Microsoft's commercial. It generally has received good reviews, as always. It doesn't particularly tell you a huge amount. It's sort of uh, you know a whole amount technically. It really is about selling the vision, getting people on board, helping them understand that you know the capabilities Microsoft might be able to provide uh, their business. So I'll put a link in the show notes. You can go and have a look at that. Um, another thing is Microsoft has also announced this face check with Entra verified ID. So we're moving towards the environment of passwordless um, you know, access, and we've also, part of that will be using biometrics, whether it be a fingerprint reader, whether it be you know, face recognition, we've always seen that you know, on the iPhone and all those sort of capabilities. Uh, this one here is going to allow you to tie you know, a face to an identity so that you can present your face and then be uh, have that verified identity used in other locations rather than having to you know, have a bazillion different passwords. So if you're interested in that, go in and have a look at that. You can set up that verified ID and tie it to a, a face check uh, there. Now, there are some more capabilities of Copilot available on uh, the desktop version, so we should see more integration between Copilot on the desktop and Copilot uh, for Microsoft 365 and probably for uh, security and so on and so on and so on. So if you aren't keeping up to date with the, the Copilot on your desktop, make sure that you do always go in and do those uh, regular you know, updates uh, for you as well. So probably the last one I want to call out uh, for you has been one Microsoft's I suppose, clarified how the licensing works for work and school accounts in the new Outlook for Windows. So there are some challenges with the fact that if you have um, some of the cheaper licenses from Microsoft, like Business Basic, that don't include Outlook uh, as an application on the desktop, then you can't get Outlook from somewhere else and then use it with that uh, license. Now, that wasn't the case generally, but it turns out that Microsoft is beginning to change its approach, especially with the new Outlook. So if you want to use the new Outlook, which you sort of do need to use if you want to use Copilot, um, and you want to use you know Outlook with, say, Business Basic, uh, to look at mailboxes, read mailboxes with Outlook on your desktop, then again, um, you need to read this article, have a look and understand the limitations. So in essence, if you've got a business premium 
or above, you're going to be fine. There are no issues because that comes with a desktop version of Outlook. However, um, if you have anything else, then uh, you may find that your licensing doesn't cover you for the appropriate you know, material to you know, use Outlook uh, from those applications. So go in uh, and have a look at those. Now, as always, I'll put a link to all the notes for you to go in. And as I called out earlier, I'd certainly recommend you to go and have a look, spend more time with, um, you know, Copilot for security. I think, again, in the space, it's it's going to be a major game changer. It's going to make life a lot easier, especially in SMB. Yes, there will be a cost. Yes, it will probably be 50, 60 odd dollars uh, per month. However, uh, the reality is, is you look at the savings, you look at the capabilities, you look at its ability to reason across all that uh, disparate data from all the signals and then give you results. And then most importantly to me is its ability to go and actually take action. So I've seen the demos from Microsoft that you can go in and get it to create Intune policies, you can get it to update, you can troubleshoot, uh, all of that sort of stuff, you know, turn things on, turn things off. I think that's going to be, you know, a huge uh, benefit, time saver for people who are trying to defend. And that largely talks to SMB who are generally time poor. So keep your eye on that, get ready for it to come out. My gut feeling is uh, it certainly won't be uh, far away. I'd certainly be investing in it when it becomes available. Now, that said, as with, you know, um, Copilot for Microsoft 365, Copilot and any search engine is going to get the most benefit once it has the data underneath. Now, this is where investing in making sure that the signals are processed correctly and sent to a repository. Uh, so make sure you turn on you know, your unified audit logs, make sure you turn on the logging for uh, Intune, make sure all of that is turned up to the max. And my advice would be is to feed that into something like Sentinel. So Sentinel can be a log repository. You put all the data in that one location and then, you know, when security copilot does become available, it's going to be able to reason across that all the data will be in a database. So as good as um, copilot for security will be, it's only as good as the data underneath it. And sort of now's the time to get that data right, make sure you're logging it, get it all across, get it into you know, a reasonable pipeline. Same with your managing, securing your uh, normal production data for uh, Copilot for Microsoft 365. It's really about making sure you have all the signals underneath to take advantage of the product that will sit on top. But it's going to be pretty exciting when it comes available. And I would certainly recommend to you, like I said, to go through and have a look at the video links that I put in the show notes and see what this stuff can actually do. I think that most people I've shown it to who were cynical at the time, once they see what it does, you know, uh, basically are, you know, converted across and do see the benefits. So uh, my strongest advice is you know, pay attention to that and, you know, wait with bated breath like the rest of us for when it will, you know, actually become uh, available to us in the market. So with that, as always, all the links will, and the show notes will be made uh, available to you. I'll put them up uh, in the blogs and go in and click on them, have a look at them, view them. And again, recommend some of those uh, videos to go and have a look at. If you do have a suggestion, you want to see some more information or you know discussion about any topic, please reach out to me at Director CIA on X and Director at CIAOps.com on the emails. But again, I thank 
thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Need to Know podcast. You have been listening to the Need to Know podcast from CIA Ops. For training on using technologies like SharePoint Online or Microsoft 365, visit www.ciaopsacademy.com. By purchasing from the selections available, you'll be directly supporting this podcast. To provide feedback on this episode, visit www.ciaops.com slash contact.